0: Now, the program to help you and your family get fit and stay fit with a biblical foundation without a one-size-fits-all plan. It's Faith Family Fitness with your host, Full Armor Sports and National Champion Coach, Jason Lupo.
1: Good morning and welcome to Faith Family Fitness on 100.7 The Word. I'm Jason Lupo. I'm your host for today. And today we are going to be talking about overcoming barriers. And we're going to bring up a couple examples. And the most recent one is last Sunday, the world record for the marathon was broken by Eud Kipchoge with a time of two hours, one minute, and nine seconds. A remarkable feat in Berlin. And it brings back memories of stories of other obstacles and barriers to be broken. And we think back a long time ago to the story of Roger Bannister, who broke the four-minute mile, and the, this tone and the stage that it set for so many other runners and athletes to follow behind him. And so, this two-hour marathon marker has been chased for a long time. And Ayud Kipchoge actually broke the two-hour marathon back in 2019 with a time of one hour, 59 minutes, and 40 seconds. And the time did not count as a world record for a variety of different reasons, but it was this mission to to see whether or not the two-hour mark could be broken. And so he used uh, rotating pacers, and he was uh, being fed nutrition and, and water from a bike. And all for all those reasons, uh, that race where he went to 159 uh, was not a world record. But you look at the world record that he just broke, and it was his own world record he just broke in Berlin at two hours and one minute. We're not far off of seeing a sub-two-hour marathon in the marathon world within the next couple years, I think. And it started all because one man already did it. And what does that do to the, the psychology of us being able to, to break these barriers? So we're going to talk about that when we come back. Uh, once again, this is Faith Family Fitness on 100.7 The Word after this brief timeout.
0: Thanks for listening to Faith Family Fitness, a presentation of Full Armor Sports Teams. Teamwork is at the core of any successful organization. Full Armor Sports, led by national champion coach Jason Lupo, is now registering for school year sports programs. Full Armor is a multi-sport teaching and training organization with homeschool options available. All of Full Armor Sports Coaches are certified and experts in their field. Full Armor's coaches combine for over 500 years of coaching experience. They will help your kids gain fundamental skills, the concepts of teamwork, essential to being successful throughout their lives. Multiple sports options are available now, from swimming, softball and volleyball, to powerlifting and youth MMA. The faith-based approach to making sports fun and productive are a great choice for your kids at Full Armor Sports Teams. Learn more at fullarmorsportsteams.com.
1: Welcome back to 100.7 The Word. This is uh, Faith Family Fitness. We are talking today about uh, Aoud Kipchoge, breaking his own world record in the marathon at a pace of 2 hours, 1 minute, and 9 seconds. This is also the man that broke that two-hour time barrier in a non-sanctioned race at one hour, 59 minutes, and 40 seconds. And to give you an idea, that is averaging a four-minute, 34-second mile. Four minutes and 34 seconds per mile over the course of 26.2 miles. That is fast. That's blazing fast. And we think back all the way to 1954, Roger Bannister... May 6, 1954, breaks the four-minute mile barrier at three hours and 59 seconds and four-tenths of a second. And runners had been chasing the four-minute mile since 1886. Since 1886, this idea of the four-minute mile has been in the, the, the back of runners' brains until Roger Bannister finally did it in 1954. And just 46 days later, John Landy broke Bannister's record. And he broke it in a time of three hour, three minutes and 58 seconds. And so here's this record that's being chased for close to 100 years. People are trying to break this four-minute mile. And Roger Bannister does it, and 46 th- days later, somebody else does it. And within a year, three runners in the same race all broke that same barrier. This four-minute mark was this kind of cornerstone in the athletics world. It was thought that nobody would break the four-minute mile. And here we are today, and we have the world record currently sitting at three minutes and 43 seconds. So just... A handful of years ago, 70 years ago, we didn't think anybody would ever break the four-minute mile, and now we are sitting at a 343, and it just had to do with one man proving that it could be done, and as soon as he proved that it could be done, that four-minute mark was broken time and time again. Even the high school record right now, I believe, is uh, 350-something, so here we have Ayud Kipchoge just broke the world record in the marathon and was able to break that two-hour mark in the marathon. And it's all about these mental barriers that have been created in people's in people's brains, in people's heads, this psychology of doing what can't be done, the unthinkable. And we see it even in our everyday lives. And as I was sitting down yesterday thinking, what should I talk about on this show? I was reflecting on my entire day. And throughout my entire day, I looked back and all I did was see real life examples of kids breaking down barriers that they had created in their own heads. And so I started my day coaching powerlifting. And we had a brand new kid come in, And he started powerlifting and he's watching some of my other kids who are lifting huge weights at a, at a very young age. And he goes, man, those kids are so much better than I am. And I said, look, I said, everybody started where you were. And so I started scrolling through our Instagram. If you want to look us up full armor training center on Instagram. And I scrolled all the way back to when we first started our gym And I started pointing out the kids that were in the gym. And I said, you see that kid over there? That's him. He started where you're starting. And as we continued to talk about the progression that these kids made, his eyes started lighting up. He started smiling. And he goes, man, I'm committed to this sport. This is what I want to do. And the change and the flip in the mindset was simply showing that everybody started in the same place. And so if you were on your fitness journey, everybody's starting at the same place. We all have the same start line. We all have the same start line in our journeys. It's what you do in the middle of the race that matters. It's how you train. It's how you act. And so this kid who came in... And he was a little nervous. And then he gets he gets going and then he goes, man, but those kids are lifting so much more than me. How can I ever get to that point? And you go, look, it's not that hard of a barrier to overcome. These kids did it. You're not the first one. And so then I move into coaching swimming later in the evening. And I'm coaching my advanced group. And I'm looking over and I've kind of gotten to communicate with one of our swim lesson kids who's who's a little bit older. He's a He's a teenager, and it's it's not super common for us to have older boys in swim lessons. And so, you know, he kind of was talking to us beforehand, and I'm, I'm getting to know this kid, and I'm looking over from my group, and I, I'm seeing this kid on the side, and he is terrified of the deep end of the pool. He doesn't like the deep end of the pool. He tells me that is why he came to swim lessons, is to overcome this fear. And so I stopped what I was doing, I handed my stopwatch to another coach, I said, hey, can you start my kids on this set? And I grabbed a lifeguard tube, and I walked up to this uh, young man who's in swim lessons, and I said to him, I said, hey, I said, do you trust me that I'm not going to let anything bad happen to you? And he goes, well, and I said, well, what, why would you trust me? And he goes, well, you're a Christian. And I said, uh, okay, not quite the answer I was thinking, but I was like, that's a really good point in the back of my head. And so I said to him, I said, look, I said, if something happens to you, I have to fill out a lot of paperwork. I don't like paperwork. And then my insurance rates are going to go up, and, and I really can't afford higher insurance. And so he smiles and he laughs, and I said, come on, let's let's go over to the deep end. And we're sitting at the deep end, and he's hesitant to get in the water. And I said, look, man, I said, what is the worst thing that could happen? And he says to me, he says, well, he says, uh, you know, you might have to jump in and save me, and then I'm going to look like the 14-year-old kid that can't swim. And I looked at him and said, well, you're, you're already the 14-year-old kid that can't swim, so what's the difference? And it was so exciting because he hopped in that water. At first, we slid in, and we floated on our back, and, and then we progressed. And, and by the end of this little 10-minute window, he had jumped in the water feet first, flipped over onto his back, floated. And then I got him to swim freestyle from the deep end. All the way across the pool to the shallow end. It had nothing to do with his skill level. He was skilled enough to be able to swim from one end of the pool to the other. It was this mental barrier of overcoming this fear of this deep water. And he was able to overcome this obstacle. And it is so exciting to watch kids overcome. I don't teach swim lessons very often, but when I did teach swim lessons, it was very rewarding to watch kids pick up new tasks and pick it up really fast and then you switch into this world of advanced level swimming and it becomes a little bit more challenge to drop time and to continue to set records but no matter what at each level we are still overcoming these obstacles we're still overcoming these obstacles and so i had even more fun because we're getting towards the end of the intermediate practice, and they swim 30 minutes less than, than my group does. And I'm sitting there, and I'm listening to my coach call out some times, and she's calling out times and calling out times, and I'm thinking, man, these kids can go faster than that. But they're consistently hitting the same times. We got kids hitting 16s, 17s, and I'm thinking in the back of my head, these kids can hit a 15. And so they're cooling down, and I walked over, and I stopped him, and I said, hop out of the pool. And so all the kids hopped out of the pool, and I said, we're going back behind the blocks. And I said to him, I said, look, I said, we're not leaving here until somebody gives me a 15. I said, I want to hear Christina, my head age group coach's voice, yelling 15. And so they get on the blocks, and I get them all pumped up, and I go, who's going to give me a 15? And two of them raise their hand. And I said, okay, you guys get up. And they go off. And the first swim, 15. And this is from a kid that was swimming 16 nines, 17s, goes a 15. The next two group of kids hop up on the blocks and they both go a 15. And then a fourth kid goes a 15. And so what is this mental barrier of that these kids had when they hopped on the blocks that made them think that a 15 might not have been doable? But they sure tried. They tried really hard and they got the 15. Four of them got the 15 after swimming 16s and 17s. And this is at the end of a practice. And they already tried to go as fast as they could. But maybe it took somebody telling them, like, you can definitely do this. This is going to happen. For them to be able to break that barrier. And so we look back and we remember that once again... We all start in the same place. We all start in the same place. Every runner that attempted the two-hour marathon, this four-minute mile, they all started in the same place. Nobody had done it. They were all striving for the same thing. And it took one person to do it, and then all of a sudden, the dominoes fell, and everybody did it. Because now it was doable. It was overcoming. And, and time and time again, I see this. I remember I had a kid striving to, to break 30 seconds in the 50 freestyle striving and striving and striving and we kept going like right at 30 right at 30 right at 30 but couldn't get that 29 that magical two he was looking for and then one meet he did it he swam a 29 7 and no more than two weeks later he was a 27 nothing miraculous happened in two weeks you don't just magically get that much better but there must have been this mental block that he had to overcome to break that 30. And it turns out he could have gone to 27 the entire time. And it's stories like that that continue to remind me how powerful the mental barriers that we set up in our brains are. And sometimes, if you go back to the powerlifting story of yesterday, sometimes it takes knowledge that people have already been there that they've already done it, that they've already broken down that barrier. Sometimes it takes overcoming fear, knowing that somebody's standing in your corner, like the swim lesson example. And sometimes it just takes people to say, look, you are going to do this. You can do this. I know you can do this. But either way, These obstacles, these mental barriers that we've placed in our way in our path, that is our biggest challenge to our fitness journey. That is the biggest challenge to our kids' lives. That is the biggest challenge to all of our lives, that is the biggest challenge in our workplace, that is the biggest challenge, in our fitness journey, that is the biggest challenge when we are overcoming new tasks. It's the mental barriers that we put in our brains. And so how do we change that? How do we change that? And sure, if you're a parent, maybe that's being in your kid's corner. If you are starting the fitness journey, that is surrounding yourselves with people that have similar goals that are going to push you. But no matter what, we can only go as far is what we believe we can. And so self-talk becomes critical. The doubts that flood our minds by our own cognition, by the way that we think, limit our ability to reach new tasks. I am almost positive that Ayud Kipchoge did not step foot in the Ionis, whatever, the marathon, that two-hour, one-hour, 59 marathon with the idea that he was not going to be able to do it if he stepped foot on the line the starting line of that race with the idea already planted in his brain that there was no way he was going to do two hours break the two-hour barrier there was no way that two-hour mark was being broken that day our thoughts the way that we think our self-talk dictates a lot of what we are able to accomplish. We tell our kids all the time that can't is a cuss word. Can't is a cuss word. And oftentimes I respond with the kids saying, I can't, uh, not with that attitude. And we know because we've seen it. We've seen it. Our kids are overcoming obstacles every single day of the week, breaking down barriers that they placed on themselves. And so they can. They can. We are capable of so much more. We are capable of more than we could ever imagine. And it is by the grace of God and his intelligent design that we are able to do such things. And countless times, world records are set and people say, man, that world record's never going to be broken. When when swimming had the tech suits and those, those crazy space suits where the... Men were wearing suits that went all the way from their shoulders to their ankles. They were blowing away world records, and and the suits allowed for some buoyancy. And so there was a ton of things that made these suits just astronomically fast. And when they banned these suits, people talked about, well, maybe we should put an asterisk next to the world record because it's not going to be broken. It's not going to be broken. We got to put asterisks next to them because nobody's going to do it. And then here we are, and almost all of those records are gone. Almost all of those records are gone. And we are talking from the time of Beijing, uh, the 2008 games, till now, and almost none of those records stand anymore. It's not about the suits. Sure, the suits made them feel fast. It was fast at the time. But we will continue to progress in our understanding of how the body works. And so we're going to continue to break down these these barriers. So, what comes next? I don't know in the sports world what great record is going to fall next, but I can promise you that something's going to fall. And you look at Albert Pujols uh, hitting his 700th, 700th run, home run of his career. You know, I saw a stat that, that uh, he's been running bases for five hours of his life during home runs. Another stat that he hit his first home run before Tom Brady ever started a game in the nfl and so he's had a very long uh, very great career and it's coming to an end uh, here at the end of the season but he's 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 reached a a pinnacle what he did in the home run derby this year is is incredible and people said you know he's he's getting old he's probably retire and here he is and he's smashing records and he looks just as good as as how he played six, seven, eight years ago. And so oftentimes, once again, it's what we put in our brains that makes the difference in overcoming these obstacles. So right now we're going to take a brief timeout. Then we're going to come back to Faith Family Fitness on 100.7
0: The Word. Thanks for listening to Faith Family Fitness, a presentation of Full Armor Sports Team's Teamwork is at the core of any successful organization. At Full Armor Sports, led by national champion coach Jason Lupo, a Christ-centered approach to sports fundamentals and fitness has earned his company the respect of athletes and their parents. Full Armor Sports is committed to helping youth in our community experience growth through sports and to strive for improvement and excellence. Further, youth compete as individuals coming together with a sense of teamwork camaraderie, and support for one another. At Full Armor Sports, the reality is achievements, failures, wins and losses eventually fade away. But the bonds team members form through competition evolve into relationships lasting forever. Learn more at FullArmorSports.com.
1: Welcome back to Faith Family Fitness on 100.7 The Word. Today we have been talking about... uh, barriers in sport, specifically Aiyud Kipchoge's uh, world record in the marathon, and also going all the way back to Roger Bannister in the four-minute mile. And then I gave some real-life examples of stories from just one single day of coaching in my world, of kids overcoming obstacles and overcoming these mental barriers. And so as we reflect on the, the mental barriers that people like Roger Bannister and Ayud Kipchoge and the local kids in our local community are overcoming every day, we're left with some couple a couple really important words of advice. And the first is this, have somebody in your corner. Have somebody in your corner that will push you. Have somebody in your corner that will back you up. Number two... Understand that we all start on the same starting line. We all start our journeys at the same place. Number three, know that you can do it and be pushed. Because self-talk and how we perceive the challenge and the obstacle that we have to overcome is one of the most critical tasks. And so here we are if you have kids that don't have people in their corner that don't have somebody pushing them and telling them that they can be great and they can be better and they can hit those times and those achievements look us up at fullarmorsportsteams.com and that's armor A-R-M-O-U-R the traditional spelling of armor fullarmorsportsteams.com check out all of our sports programs come give it a trial run it's on us And thank you for joining us on 100.7 The Word. This is Faith Family Fitness. And we hope to see you next Saturday at 9 a.m. as well. This has been Faith Family
0: Fitness with Coach Jason Lupo of Full Armor Sports Teams of Colorado Springs. Join him at the same time next week for Faith Family Fitness on The Word 100.7.